Hello, welcome to our so-called life podcast. I'm Leona. I'm Erin. And this is the episode, the one with just us, because we have nobody else planned. So we decided to come right on and see what we can make of this. Okay, well, this is also going to be called the one where we rant, because we have a lot of stuff to rant about. And we're going to start with this one. Uh, Leona messaged me a picture today. I'll let her describe what the picture was. And then we have thoughts. And we hope that you guys will comment on this podcast and give us your thoughts. So we will um, start a Facebook page of our so-called life podcast. So I will put this photo. This will probably be like the first photo that we will put on the podcast uh, Facebook page. But it's mascots and whether or not I'd be able to kick their ass. This is what I posted. Not athletic mascots, like food mascots. So like Chester Cheetah from Cheetos and like the Kool-Aid guy. Like, and they have a like a literal, like what did it say? Like there's no chance to win. It's a, they would absolutely kick my ass, fair fight, and I could definitely kick their ass. So they would absolutely kick my ass is red, fair fight is in the middle, and then I could definitely kick their asses in green. Okay, so she sent this to me earlier, and they had already put down which characters they felt like fell into each category. And I called bullshit, like, right away. Because, first of all, they had the Kool-Aid guy in the he would kick my ass um i'm sorry mr kool-aid guy you're a fucking pitcher so all i have to do is tip you over and you're never getting back up like you can't get back up after you're around pitcher like you're just gonna lay there and go back and forth and wobble like game over also your arms can't even get around the front of you because you're a pitcher so you can't hit me you can't kick me all I've done is trip you and I win. This is the easiest fight in history. Bring it on. That was the biggest eye roller, I think. Between that one or, I mean, I felt really bad because Quaker was obviously in the green. I could definitely kick their ass. I'm like, I don't even know why he was there. I also, felt- Quakers are like the most peaceful people. That's like literally what they were about is their just peace and love. They were the hippies of the colonial times. They did nothing to you. I'm not quite sure why, why that, why he was even in the fight. Right. Um, and the bunny, the Twix bunny. See, I thought he was Tricks. the freshly bunny. I thought he was like the bunny from the quick, like the chocolate quick. <laughs> bunnies now no honestly for all i know they're the same damn bunny but you know why do you know why i think that he is wait what was he was he easy or hard he was in the absolutely would kick my ass okay i do kind of agree with that only because he reminds me of roger rabbit and that roger and did you ever see that movie like who framed Robin, mm-hmm. he was wily as fuck he was wily. and never got caught and constantly like ended up hurting people not even on purpose so i feel like he probably would kick my ass but not intentionally not intentionally he would do it along the lines of things happening mm-hmm. right like it would be in his effort to save himself i would like get an fall in a hole fall, fall in the fall in a cartoon hole exactly um so why is Chef Boyardee part of the fight, though? Like, I feel like he's another one that, like, he's cooking for me. I'm not quite sure why I would try and fight with him anyway. If you're cooking for me. Yeah. 
And and wait, which one was he? The hand? No, that's um, that's the ha- the hamburger helper. Uh, just Jeff Fire D is just the dude with the hat. I mean, the hamburger helper guy and the Pillsbury Dough guy. Isn't their whole shtick that you just like tickle them and they giggle and fall over? I know, I know. It's that was an unfair fight, right? I feel like, like that's I, not even. I'm not gonna fight you. You're like a little tiny thing. I feel like that's the only thing that I could probably put my hand on their forehead and <laughs> and they wouldn't be able to reach you. <laughs> right, for sure. Um, let's see. I mean, I have my own issues with Captain Crunch. <laughs> I'm not sure how he's been a captain for this long. Right? He's not even what? sailing the ship. I don't understand this whole marketing campaign. I don't. There should have been some point in which he went up to, you know, major. No, we're not doing that. You know, something. I don't know. He's just been a captain for a really, really long time. Also, if he really is a captain, why are Captain Crunch not shaped like little boats? Like little boats. Why are we doing berries? So just to give you guys a sidebar, Leona and I have had issues with like poor marketing for years. So just to give you an example, when, um, oh my God, what were those stupid little anim- like things? I'm like, oh, Shopkins. When Shopkins came out and they were all the rage, my, my, Leona has boys and they were older, but I had a little girl at the time who was like four and needed to collect every Shopkin known to man. And I have proof of it because I still have all 5,000 in my house. And they were very cute. They looked like little inanimate objects in your kitchen and little food things. But why were they not smell worthy? Like, what the hell? You put all this money into like making a tiny little cupcake with legs and a personality and a name. She should smell like a cupcake. That all you had to do smell like a cupcake. It was the popcorn one too. The pop, the popcorn one. That I, it's, it's all of them, but the that was the one that I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> why? Why is it in the what is it? Eighties, nineties? We had every, every. They made everything smell. Everything smell. Everything. And now, nothing. I know. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Because. I would legit buy way more shit if it like was scratching stuff. Oh my gosh, the stickers. Like, do we even do that anymore? Scratch and sniff stickers? I don't think that that's a thing so, anymore. I don't think they make them anymore. Oh my gosh. You guys, if sc- you're listening to this and they make scratch and sniff stickers, will you please like put the link on our on our podcast page? Because like I will buy them right now for me. Fuck my kids. I will buy them for me. I need to find some sort of zen, right? Like. If that's the way in which we calmed ourselves when we were children, bring it. <laughs> oh my God, to be in class, like, do you remember when teachers used to put stickers on papers? I don't even think they do that anymore. But when you got a sticker and it was like a scratch and sniff sticker, dude. That was the that one. Was, I used to cut them off my papers so that my mom, like, when she would throw my paper away, I would still have the sticker. And <laughs> sad childhood um scented pens but what do we do now what do we give to children now scented scissors that's something that we need to have close to their face are you kidding me no is that a thing that's a thing scented scissors Wait, scented scissors scented what scissors the- is a thing scissors are metal they just smell like metal like what's the why why wh- and why are we putting it so close to our face i'm not quite hey, that's an area that they tell you not to put scent. i don't understand this product i don't understand why even so the glue stick 
you can't scent little tiny cupcakes that look like food items, but you can scent metal pair of scissors. They, who is doing these marketing campaigns? Westcott scissors, five inch scented stainless blunt because we're worried about the sharpness of it. That's what we need to worry about. Blunt scissors, including blueberry, strawberry. It's a thing. Oh my God. I feel like if you gave a scented scissors to a child with ADHD and they had to hold them that close to their bangs. No, it's gone. That's what I was, like what you always, like, we you always tell. Literally, that kid never thought about cutting her hair a day in her now. life. And so you took scissors and she put them by her face and then looked at herself and went, ah, I can cut all my hair right now. Yep. Sniffs scented scissors, including blueberry, grape, strawberry, and orange. See, these are the kind of days where I don't want to be here anymore. I mean, you know, we have scented, scented glue sticks. Like, why are we scenting glue sticks? Is that a thing? Like, we're scenting the wrong things, the basically. Wrong, who, that's what I'm saying. Who is in charge of this shit? They're doing the wrong things. The wrong things. And it's, oh. stuff, for, it's stuff for school. So, you know, the teachers are really happy about that. Oh, God. Like, can we make teachers any, like, unhappy? <laughs> like, don't give them raises. Like, make all the students in their class have scented shit. Like, oh, my God. This world's getting dumber and dumber. Um, the other rant that we were talking about, and I'm going to let, um, Leona tell her Costco story before I like weigh in on like how I feel about all of this self-checkout bullshit in general. Go ahead. Tell tell everybody what happened at Costco. So I belong to BJ's, same thing, Costco adjacent. And I'm sure everybody goes through the same process. Now at BJ's, which, again, should we fix the name of that, too? Because they can't even say that with a straight face sometimes. It's just a little bad. So, anyways, we're going to BJ's, and now we only have self-checkout lines. So, my husband, always being who he is, when he loads the cart, puts the UPC codes up so he can hand scan really quick. That's what he does, right? I know. Bless him. So, <laughs> we go to the <laughs> checkout. <laughs> he gets to the thing. He's zapping. Lady comes up to him. A worker at BJ's says to him, you may want to put some on the belt to go through the belt. He's like, why? She's like, well, sometimes a computer can only take so many when you're using the gun. So he's like, well, I'm going to use the gun because I don't work here and they didn't do that in training, right? You're self-checking out. You're going to take this it the way. Fine. This is where my whole rant is about to go. <laughs> so he, he finishes up and oh, another lady comes after her. Another worker lady says, you can scan it any way you want. And I just said, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Cause she gets it right. She get, just, we're just all trying to make it through. So we're done. And then we're at the end and it's the same as Costco where they check your receipt. I don't understand the checking the receipt thing. The lady comes with her scanner at the door and starts scanning random things just to make sure I guess that you got it. But if I just dropped X amount of dollars in your store, the lady seen me at the checkout. The other lady came and saw me. Like, what am I stealing? And so she checks it out, whatever. So I'm irritated. My biggest thing is you checking my receipt on the way out. It's like, I don't even work there. And you're like my supervisor checking my work. 
And for the record, I did not get trained for this and I did not get paid for this. So if something got missed, then that's what you fucking owe me for labor. Like two bag of chips. <laughs> if you don't want people to steal shit, then pay the money for people to be back in the fucking stores to do it. Because, and that's what I love about, like, so in Woodbridge, like we don't have, I, I maybe they have a couple self-checkouts on BJ's, but the majority are still cashier only because people are shady as fucking Woodbridge, so they don't try. <laughs> but at Shoppers, it's self-checkout. They do have, like, one or two registers that they open up, but most of it's self-checkout. They don't even look your direction. And half half the time now, when the red light goes on, they have, like, a button next to them. So, like, the other day, I got wine, as I do all the time. <laughs> and I, you know, I scanned the bottle, so my light went on. And um, I've never had this happen before. Always, they come over. They rarely look at my ID because I'm busted as shit when I go in there. And I'm sure they're, like, either she's old enough to buy it or just needs it. Either way, this woman gets the wine. So, this kid who's, like, 12 comes over and... um he walks by me and I was like, what the fuck? Like, do you not see my light on goes right over to his computer and like taps in something on his computer. And it like goes through that's never happened. They've always had to do it at the register. So now that's new. So I looked at him and I was like, are we good? And he's like, yeah, I was like, okay, so what the fuck? Can you just take the restriction off? Like you guys aren't even checking. Like save us all, save us all the heartache and my heart attack and my time and just skate me through. You, you know, I'm good. You're good. And don't check out how's really gone like out of control. Like I don't mind it, whatever. But like you can't have no registers open because seventy-two-year-old Betty doesn't know how to fucking use self-checkout, and she's got nine hundred items, so she needs help. So she she can't go through self-checkout because the fourteen people behind her are holding one item are waiting for Betty to do her seventy-two that she can't figure out how to do. And this is no, I'm not knocking elderly people. Don't come for me. I I struggle with self-checkout too. Half the time, I don't know where to scan or it's not scanning or the belt's not moving. I don't like it either. I try to only go through self-checkout when either the line is too long at the other run or I have like two items and I need to get out of the store. But otherwise, I prefer to go to the cashier because again, I'm not being paid for this. I don't want to do it. I already, I already worked today. I didn't ask you to come to my job and do my shit for me. So, you know, I avoid the post office as much as possible. I think most of us do. Um, so I need stamps. Been since like pre-COVID. <laughs> so I need stamps. And um, you can get those at the grocery store. Yeah. So I went to Walmart, right? Uh, we were already there. I was like, oh, that's on the list of the things Mario needed. Bird, food, bird seed and then um, and stuff for the car. And I'm like, well, since I'm here. Let me see, because who knows? I don't know what the protocol is anymore. I'm like, let me see if they have stamps. So I get in line to the one register. There's two registers open, the one guy and then one, which is what they're considering to be, like, not necessarily the customer service lane, because that's a different side of Walmart. It's like the one, the one line that has all the things, right? So I go to the guy in the middle, and I'm like, okay. He rings up, and I said, do you have Okay, so I call it a book of stamps. I don't know what y'all call it now. I call it the book of stamps. It's always been a book of stamps. Right, I said the book of stamps. I mean, book of stamps. You would have thought I had asked for buying a puppy in there or something. He looked at me like I, he was utterly confused. So I said, you know, like mail, mail, stamp, you know, like the stamp. 
and he, deer in headlights, and yelled at another lady. And I guess they were discussing the stamps. So I had to go to the other register to pay for the stamps. And I said, well, can't I pay it at this register? And he said, no, you have to pay for it before I can give it to you. I said, where am I going to go? I'm right, you know, like, I mean, I need the stamps. I'm not going to rip you off of a stamp. You're already yelling at her that I need the stamp. There's already that communication. You both know I need the stamp. Can I not just go over there, bring it to you, and you ring it up? No, you need to pay for it before she'll give it to you. There, I, I, you know, Mario, again, he, he, I'm telling you, he's the reason why I'm not in prison. So he's like, he said, okay, so we'll just pay for the stamps here and they'll give it to you there. But I'm like, I don't understand the deal. Like it's, she's right. She was, I was in on register five. She was on register one. Also, I would have looked at the fucking kid and been like two seconds ago. You didn't even know what I was asking for. All of a you have a policy. And. And you guys, did you discuss this two seconds ago and make a policy in the event that somebody was going to ask you for something you didn't even know existed? And then he didn't know how to ring it up, right? So he was like, he didn't know how to ring it up. So I had said, because the lady was trying to help him and tell him there's a thing on the register, you know, there's that little, little laminated thing by the register. You just have to scan it. But he was utterly confused about what the stamp was, right? So... When that whole thing comes, he's like, well, I, he's like, I don't know how to ring it up. But I said, there should be a, like, I work there. Like, I work there. I was just, I'm like, there should be a laminated thing right above your cash. Oh, yeah, right there. Picture of the stamp with the barcode next to it. Like, so you scan that, and then I'm supposed to go over there four doors down and pick up my stamps. He goes, oh, okay. Again, I want my vest. <laughs> And like, so supposedly taking all these cashiers out of the stores is going to make the price of food go down, which it has not. But I feel like I personally would rather the price of food go up and know that people are being paid to take money home to their families than like, like that, that does not make sense to me. Like, I, I don't want that. Like, if that's the deal, like I didn't sign up for that. Like, I don't want to, I don't want people to lose their jobs, like, so that I can eat bananas for 14 cents less or in my house. So bananas can rot for 14 cents less. <laughs> Stare at it every time you walk by it. Like, Oh, I should eat that. Oh, I should eat that. I can't even get mad at the kids this time. Usually it's them, but this time I bought bananas and I, just overestimated my banana consumption for the week. And I'm not going to say that I haven't been eating them, but for some reason in my head, I got 12, which is dumb because there's only seven days in a week and who's eating like multiple bananas a day. So yeah, even at one a day, I still have like five that are like rapidly going bad. And it's crazy because like once they start to go bad, it just goes so fast. It's an epidemic. It is. Once one starts, the whole thing goes. It happens like, so I feel like it ebbs and flows. If I don't buy bananas, they're like, how come we don't have any more bananas? But if I, <laughs> but if I buy like grapes, it just sits there. Nobody wants to eat grapes. I'm like, you guys snarf down the grapes that I thought nobody wanted. Nobody wanted. You didn't show interest in grapes ever. Elvis doesn't have grapes. It's gone. 
I get two, I double up the next week, and they're like, oh, no, I don't want any berries. What happened to the bananas? I'm like, Decided kids just are hateful and just are, it's just not worth it. I can't stay in front of it, man. Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) Right now in my house, like my grocery bill is probably like my one area of, well, if we don't count Amazon, my one area of just like mass overspending. And it's not, I mean, it is a lot of the kids. Right now I have so much so many frozen different frozen popsicle treats from bj's so it's like the whole box like i can barely get anything else in my freezer because my child wanted these and she's eaten two and there's like a hundred so at some point things like the otter pop type i don't know what they are they're like these little squeeze pouches but they're popsicles i don't know they're from bj's but i'm decided i'm just gonna give it like a month and then when it gets warm out I'm just going to start throwing them to kids off my back. Like every kid that walks by, like you get, I'm going to be the Oprah of popsicle. <laughs> you get a popsicle. You get a popsicle. <laughs> I just need them out of my fridge at this point. And you can't donate them because they're frozen. Yeah. So like you can't take them anywhere. Yeah. So yeah, that's my plan. So, you know, I uh, admin that buy nothing group, right? In my local area. And uh, oh, I on there. Huh? I should put them on there. Yeah, yeah, you should. People line up for that. So our rule, and I know it varies from area to area, but our rule is we don't flash gift. So just in case those who don't know, flash gifting is in buy nothing, you're supposed to simmer for three hours, meaning leave your post up for three hours. It's supposed to allow more people to see, community engagement, all the things. So flash gifting is when you gift it prior to the three-hour window. And we do a, if it's a, perishable good you can flash gift it and to me flash gifting doesn't necessarily mean first come first serve right flash gifting to me just means that you don't wait the window so you don't have to pick the first person you can just not wait the three hours so normally our group is really really good like they're really really good about what is what not whatever uh bags of potatoes came up (laughs) how is that a flash gift that's not perishing in an hour um so the first person comments and the person that was gifting comments right after it saying it's yours if you're gonna take it she had three i want to say maybe it was three pound bags of potatoes she had three of them um and she said i'll you can have them if you'll take them all and that was the end of conversation i'm guessing they went over to messages i don't know what happened to it so i had said like i commented on there and i said to please allow your gift to simmer, blah, blah, blah. And I knew what she was going to come back with. I knew it. I knew it. She came back with, it's a perishable item. No, it's not. It didn't even have eyes on it. You no, know? Like, the thing is, like, I don't think they understand the, that what the definition of perishable is. Like, yes, if you made dinner and you have leftovers. Yes. Yeah, sure. Like we need, to, although I think that's fucking weird. My group does that all the time. I think that's so fucking weird. If you are one of those people that does that, God love you. First of all, I hate cooking anyways. So the fuck if I'm cooking for like strangers, I don't know. Two, I just, I have seen too much weird shit on TikTok that I, I'm not eating food unless I know you. Yeah. And I know everything about you and I've been in your house and I've seen that your cat is not walking across the fucking t- counter or that you're washing your hands. Like, I'm not taking food that you just made for your family. No. That 
I, I'm in that. What is it? This is why I don't do potlucks group on Facebook. Oh my god, I'm not in that group, but I about (laughs) (laughs) that has kind of. And then I realized, like, am I questionable? Is it me? Like, well, I'll eat anything. No, I won't eat anything. Like, so anyway, so she she ended up coming into my messages and was like, "Um, it's been a long day, Leona. So I just need clarification. Um." what do you mean by um first come first serve because that's not what i was trying to do and potatoes are perishable that was her last right to me um i didn't want to screenshot and send you that right like what perishable means and do webster on you i didn't want to do that because i feel like we should know we should know right it didn't require refrigeration it's good potatoes you can like it didn't even have eyeballs on this thing. Like, you know, the eyes on the... It was good. You could have waited. And it's three hours. I'm not talking about it's days. bad in three hours. <laughs> like, stop it. Um, and so I just told her, I'm like, well, first come, first serve. Because she's like, that wasn't my intention. I was like, well, first, first come, first serve was your intention because that's who you gave it to, right? And second, potatoes are not perishable. And that was my thing. Her thing back was just thanks. Because you're fucking stupid. See, this is why I can't moderate these groups. Because that would be my answer. You're fucking stupid. <laughs> well, I'm not the. I'm not tactful at all. Like, I have no idea how somebody can be tactful sometimes. I kind of just, like, I'm surface. And I, I have a hard time. Because I've been doing it for so long, right? I've been admitting a group for, like, eight years now. So I have a hard time diving, like, being, like, and sugarcoating it, I guess. Because I feel like you're an adult. I'm an adult. Yeah. You you have just, and it's come a long time where I have learned that my time is just as valuable as your time is. And I know that that's like, well, duh. But like when you do this kind of stuff, you feel like, you know what? I, I know that that person's busy, that person, and always having that thing of like, oh, that person's going through stuff. You know, I know it's a weekend. They have to spend time with their families. I should be more empathetic. But I'm like, you know what? I have, stuff I'm doing, you know, and they kind of having that boundary of like, you know what, if you're going to leave, leave. I can't, I can't, yeah. you're an adult. I'm an adult. I can't coddle you. I can't handhold you. Yeah. I'm not super tactful at all. Just in general. Like that's something I like have to constantly work on. I don't expect people to be tactful to me. Like if I ask a stupid question, please come at me with a stupid answer. Like a hundred percent. Like if it's a stupid ass question, I, I, it would make me respect you more. So for me, when I'm not being tactful and people get offended, I'm always like, what a dumb thing to get offended about. Like you asked this, you started this. Like, like, so I get it. Um, I struggle with this. Like I've gotten better, but like, I have to check myself, especially like when I'm responding to people at work, like that ask me really stupid questions. I have to be like, how should I say this where I'm not going to get fired? <laughs> but I feel better about myself. <laughs> there are, so like, I, so one of the things that I do is I'm not super sensitive. So like I said, I will read emails and be like, this sounds fine to send because I wouldn't get offended, but I don't get offended by anything. So I have a friend that I work with, a coworker who's super sensitive and gets upset about everything. So I usually send her a draft and I'm like, hey, does this bother you at all? Like, do you feel hurt? 
by this in any way. And if she says no, I'm like, good to send. <laughs> she's like a great measure for me. Cause like sometimes she'll come back and be like, yeah, that kind of sounded bitchy. And I'm like, how, how, do, how do I fix it? Because that's not my intent. Right. Right. And you can't send emojis for work emails. You and we can't, but I have started trying to use them on WebEx <laughs> because I do like even my own manager is or not my manager, my um assistant manager. There's been a couple times where she's come back at me and been like, I feel like you have an attitude. I'm like, no, I lol that. I mean, like I I don't have an wrong? attitude. Is she wrong? She's not wrong. <laughs> Sometimes like I am just very sarcastic in nature and she's not. And I don't think she totally gets sarcasm all the time, or at least not mine. So I think sometimes I'll say things sarcastically and she's like, thinks I'm not like, I'm trying to be mean. And I'm like, no, I actually was just trying to be funny, I know but I also need to remember like at my work and I should like stop trying to do like a stand up routine. <laughs> like, wow. <well, never. laughs> like Inappropriate. Probably shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> Some of my coworkers think I'm pretty funny. And then I think some of my coworkers probably think I'm a huge bitch because they don't know me. They're in like Florida and they're like, she just says the snarkiest shit. But I like, I doing it with the intent to be funny, but it's not always received that way. You're like, take that off the list. <laughs> Over well, I won't say that again. But yeah, I, I got burned by a buy nothing. So I give a lot of stuff out on buy nothing because I just randomly go through my house like a tornado and like want everything gone. And um, some of the stuff, like people have been like, I feel like I should give you money. This really nice stuff. And I'm like, I just want it out of my house. Like, I don't want to see it. Um, but, and I rarely buy anything off of, or like take anything off of uh, buying nothing. And probably, frankly, the couple things I've tried, I don't ever get picked. Part of the problem is because I don't check it often enough. So when I do find something I like, it's been there for three days. And like half the time I comment, the lady's like, yeah, this, this was three days ago. So there was this one time though, one time that I was, I happened to be looking while somebody posted and she posted six cans of green beans, like canned green beans. And don't come at me for them being fucking canned. They're like 25 cents or some shit. And by the way, nobody in my house eats green beans, but me. So I'm not going to spend money on like, expensive green beans when I'm just eating it out of the can at my desk because I'm feral like that. So I was like, all right, cool. Six cans of green beans for free. Awesome. She lived super close to my house and I was like, all right, I'll pick them up. So I go to pick them up. They're all bagged up, grab them, take them home. They sat on my counter for like two days. And so I went to open them because I was going to eat a can of green beans and there's one can of green beans. And then five cans of sweet peas and you know what nobody fucking eats peas out of a can because they're disgusting and they smell like feet so now i have five cans of sweet peas and one the one can of green beans that i ate and is gone i told so you now i have to like, wait for the boy scouts to come around collecting food <laughs> so i gave away the five cans of peas and i was gonna put them back on there but then i was like she's gonna see that and be like what the hell and then I was like, well, why do I, like, this is the dialogue that happens in my head minute by minute. I was like, why should I care if she, get mad? she gets mad? They're not even what she said that she fucking had. And then I was like, well, am I being a bitch? Because maybe she didn't know they were peas. Like, maybe she got screwed. Like, maybe this is just a continuation of people being screwed over and over again by these fucking peas. How many times can this bag go get tossed around? I don't like peas in general. They're not. Like, full disclosure, I'm not a huge fan of vegetables across the board. And I'm definitely not eating peas 
and in any form, but certainly not in a fucking can. I don't know if y'all smell that can when you open up a can of peas, but it is fucking horrid. Like that's where COVID came from. I'm convinced. <laughs> oh, somebody opened a can of peas and then out came COVID. I'm like out top the toxicity of COVID. I'm sure of it. So we went to uh, lunch today. Uh, Mario went to pick up his bowling ball. Uh, he had a bowling ball being worked on. Um, and so we're in Sterling. I mean, that could just be Timbuktu for all I know, because we never go that way, right? Um, and so I found a place, Joe's Cafe. You have to do the um, cross-reference. Food near me, Google search. Find a place that looks semi-interesting, and then do the Nova Foodie <laughs> cross-reference, right? So just, just so you get, like, the feel of it. I'm like, oh, cool. That pops up as a good. You're missing You're missing out if you don't go to Joe's Cafe for their breakfast meal. You know, I was like, all those posting. I'm like, cool, let's go. Uh, I didn't even eat breakfast, but whatever. So now I know I'm asking a lot when I get in there. Okay, I'm not I'm not a huge crappy eater person in a sense of like, I'm not going to be like, no, whatever. No, I'll just take it. And if it's on it, I'll just take it off. Right. Whatever it is. So I go in and I was like, they have chili. And I think we had this discussion when I when I was doing the, the thing about me was chili spaghetti. Right. They mm -hmm. had chili and they had spaghetti. So I'm like you know what, let's, let's do that. So the lady comes to take our order and I had a plan B. This was my plan A was, okay, I want spaghetti, but could I just not the marinara sauce? I want the chili on it. And she was a little confused, whatever. She goes, oh no, I said, and I said, if he, if the cook looks like he's irritated, pissed or whatever about this request, no, I have a plan B. She goes, oh, so you just want the spaghetti? No, a whole different dish. So go see if he's okay with it. If he's not okay, my thing is for him to be okay. <laughs> I don't want him to get pissed off. I need him to cook with love, right? I don't want you to be like pissed off and go like, here, take her fucking chili, take her fucking shit, take shit off the menu. I don't want to be that guy. So, um, but no, she's like, oh, I think you should be able to do it. I'm like, but what he like, don't get him mad at you. Don't get him mad at me. No, the thing came and I will say Joe's Cafe Thumbs up. Everybody enjoyed their meal. So it seems like oh, one of those uh, cheers things where everybody everybody knows your name because people kept walking in and they would like yell their name like they knew them. I'm like, wow. That's so I love it. So like that. I'm going to have to check it out. I babysit my niece a lot and my sister lives out there. So okay. uh, I can door dash from there next time. Um, yes. On a totally different kind of on the same rant. <laughs> the girls and I went to... Um, oh my God, some Mexican place by my house. Now I can't think of the name. See, I'm telling you, premenopause sucks. Like all these medications I'm on are just like sucking my brain up. Um, like a, what's by you? Not Chewy's. It's uh, not. What is by you? Oh my god, I can't think of it. Anyways, we're at a Mexican place, and we all. I mean, <laughs> I was trying to give everybody their grace. This is actually not recently. This was like probably eight, eight, nine months ago. So you know, I have so much love for the food service industry. I know they're all still, still coming back off of COVID um, and trying to catch up. I know a lot of places are still short of employment and all kinds of stuff. So anyways, we walk in there. It's like five o'clock on a Tuesday. It's dead. There's like me and four other tables and like two servers. And these servers look like 
there in the weeds, which kind of made me laugh. So just a little bit of backstory. I used to work for state theater and I would routinely have 48 tables by myself. So <laughs> when they were running around like crazy, cause they had four tables and the waitress comes by and she's like, I'm sorry, we're really crazy. I was like, <laughs> okay, but I'm not going to complain. Whatever. Do your yeah. thing. I'm going to take a margarita, eat some chips and salsa. Like, that heads up to all restaurants anywhere. The reason why nobody complains and loses their shit in Mexican restaurants is because you feed them free food while they wait for food. Like chips if, and salsa, dude. Nobody's looking for soup and Olive Garden because there's breadsticks. Like, put the food on the table, and people will forget that they haven't even ordered because they're eating. Get their blood sugars down before they lose their shit. Anyways, I digress. So, anyways. She finally comes back. We order our food. I ordered um, a chicken burrito and like rice and beans. (laughs) So like 25 minutes later, our food comes out and it's steak fajitas. And I was like, she puts them down and walks away. And I was like, all right. So I just started eating them. Like, I'm not going to put, like, I'm not going to send them back. I will eat it. Like, you know, it's something crazy that I was like, I don't even know what this is. Like, whatever. She got the order wrong, but it's. It's a Mexican place. It's all the same fucking food. Same five ingredients. Same yeah, five so ingredients. And my kids were like, that's not what you ordered. And I was like, eh. she was like, why didn't you send it back? And I was like, eh. like, eventually they're going to figure it out because I didn't order this. I'm assuming somebody ordered this. Like, I don't know whether it got to the wrong table. I kept waiting for my food to come out. Like they would figure it out, but they never acknowledged it at all. And steak fajitas was on my bill. So I don't know whether she just got to the register and was like, just completely blanked. But you're gonna way, eat like, what I give you. You're gonna eat what I give you. That like, way. I'm not turn it back. Like, unless there's something totally crazy or wrong with it, like fuck it, I'll eat it. I, I'm not after working in food service for so long, like I just it would have to be so fucked up for me yeah. to send it back. Like I'm talking so cold that I can't physically touch it. Cause most of the time I'll eat it even if it's cold. Yeah. But like if it's so cold I can't touch it. I might send it back, but even still, like it would take me so much to send a dish back. We went to uh, Villa Bella. I want to say it was like months ago, like maybe even four or five months ago. And I usually get a uh, linguine with clam sauce, but red sauce. And it came out with the regular garlic stuff. And um, I, you know, I'm like, no, it's good. <laughs> you, this plate is not leaving my fit, my sight. Cause I, not because I'm more like, I'm not really worried you're going to do it, but like, it's just, it's not that big a deal. Right. right. Like it's not, I don't, it's not that big of a deal. No, it's still food, like whatever. And so I guess she could, like, I looked at it and she was like, are you okay? I'm like, no, um, no, it's, it's good. It's good. And she goes, you asked for red sauce, didn't you? Like she realized. And I said, yeah, yeah, but no big deal. She goes, no, they can fix it. They can fix it. And I grabbed my fork and was ready to eat. And she snatched a plate up and it went and it came back with marinara sauce on. She goes, no, it was totally my fault. Like she felt totally bad. But I'm like, dude, like it's not even that. It's not that serious. You know, like we'll be okay. I think she just felt like so bad that she, between when I ordered to when she put it in, (laughs) her head kind of went into... Dude, it happens. Like, and I'm not trying to brag. I was a really good waitress. I have a photographic memory. I memorize everything. Like, I did not fuck up a lot. But when I did, it was fucking huge. Like, yeah. like when I would have a day where I was like off, it was so off. Like, 
And it would, like, I would leave the table and go to the computer and immediately look at the computer and be like, I have no recollection of anything that they just fucking said at all. Like, and you guys don't write stuff down, right? You don't write stuff down, though. I didn't write stuff down once. So pre-COVID, I, d- I didn't write anything down. Once COVID hit, so pre-COVID, we would only have about eight or nine tables a person. Whatever. I could totally do that. After COVID and during COVID is when we lost most of the staff. So then it went up to like, yeah, I had 48 tables. I, I can't do that without writing it down. Yeah, yeah. Even on my best fucking day i'm not going to be able to do 48 tables and i could i did try but what would happen is i could do about three and then i was like at my max and then i had to like go to the computer where if i had the pad i could at least like do 10 or 12 and then go back so like it just felt like better service for me to write things down i don't know how some places like they come to your table and i'm waiting for them to whip out their notebook and they just like and even if you're doing you know it's not even a set dish where it's like a dish where you have to choose items for it. They yeah. kind of, they it, they get it every time, and I'm like, wow, that's like so intriguing to me. Like even in my prime mind days, you know, I'm not even sure I could do that. I can do it, and you'll probably notice. Or now that I tell you the trick, you'll notice if you're at a place and the server's not writing it down, he probably wants you guys to go in a specific order because he's picturing you in that order, and that's mm-hmm. how you. Do when you get back to the register the seats are listed on the tablet because it's a tablet for like restaurants mm-hmm. however what fucks you up and any server can attest to this is if like i do you and i do the person next to you and then i do the person across from you and then you change your order because now now it's all fucked up yeah like just you didn't just fuck up your order in my head you fucked up everybody the whole line the whole line <laughs> Order. So, like, that was when I would be like, ah, oh, okay. Now we got to start over. Reset. up everything. So now we have to start all the way Blame her for screwing up everybody's order. Yep. No, I give props to restaurant people. I couldn't get mad at it. And that's what I mean. Like, if she, if they couldn't do it, like, great. Right. Yeah. But I, uh, you know, she was like, oh, it shouldn't be a problem. I'm like, okay, just don't get anybody. Just, all these people, like, losing their shit on. So embarrassing. In restaurants. And also, like, like, I think the one I just watched the other day was, like, some lady literally coming undone. I mean, the level of hysteria that she was at, I don't think I've ever been out in my life. Coming undone at Burger King because they made her burger wrong. These people get paid, like, $7 an hour. They don't care. Like... You are screaming at people who get paid $7 an hour. Like, what is wrong with you? And then this is the thing, is these are the same people that are like, I need my kids to be in school because they're not behaving and they're having meltdowns. Bitch, they're watching you lose your mind at McDonald's on on people. And then you don't understand why your kid's being a jerk? Probably because of that. It's so sad. I hate, like, those videos always pop up, and it makes my heart so sad because this is where we've come, like, as people. Like, we just treat people so horribly. And these are the same folks who are like, be kind. And they put their little love everyone kind of, like, bumper sticker or whatever. And they're over there, like, ranting about the fact that, like, cheese was put on your burger. I'm like, that's so sad. It's so sad. I can't deal with those things. 
So, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm walking the lake more now. I used to walk it a lot because the, the, video. The, 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 uh, the weather was just kind of shitty before. But I realized that I really do miss it. Like, I miss walking the lake. So, um, I don't know how you are when you see a stranger. I'm trying to be a little more, you know, like that person, I guess. So, I'm walking the lake. Early in the morning, I get it. I'm with the dog. I'm with Ikaika. And um, I say hello to a lady walking, coming towards me. Hello. Oh, maybe maybe it's not your morning. So I, you know, another person walks by. Good morning. So I figured three times a charm. Third person walks by. I'm like, good morning. I get it at all. A hand wave, you know. Uh, so I felt deflated. <laughs> yeah, I. So we have a lake or pond. I don't. I don't know what the difference is between amount of water. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I think it has something to do with like whether it filters from somewhere. I don't know. But wow. this, I, I think a pond is being like really small. Yeah. But, so when I say lake, like my, I think it is a pond, but it's huge. Like it's, so to go all the way around it is a quarter of a mile. Mm -hmm. So uh, we walk it. And I will say the inventions of earbuds have screwed people because you cannot tell if they have them in there. Cause I have also been victim of this where like, I'm on the other side where like I'm walking past somebody, but I'm listening to a podcast mm -hmm. while I'm walking. And if they don't make direct eye contact, I can't see that their mouth is moved. Yeah. So like they might say something to me and I'm completely ignoring them because I don't hear them. Although yeah. I tried to start just saying random good morning so that if they did say good morning, then I could set it back. You're covered. And then if they didn't, at least I just said something. Yeah. Uh, in my neighborhood, it's a little bit different because I do feel like I walk at, a, at the same time mm -hmm. every day. And so do every, it seems like I see the same people over and over. Um, I don't like asking people anything about themselves because God forbid we actually be friends. So I've randomly given them nicknames in my head. So like I have Power Walker, who's a guy every morning in like tracksuit. I think he's like 60 and he's just so like in my head, his name is Power Walker. And then I have um, the hottie black dude. That's his name. I haven't come up with anything else better, but he, he's new. I, I'm like kind of low key want to ask him like how long he's been in the neighborhood because I go out every morning to walk the dogs at. You knew here? <laughs> you come here often? Um, every morning at 7.05, I'm like out the door walking and he, like we've started, it's only in the last like three weeks that I've started noticing him and I a hundred percent would have noticed him before because he's really, really attractive and he's super friendly and nice. Like Dean is a medium sized dog and, but he also is like stupidly lovable. Like the fact that that dog has not been kidnapped is shocking to me because he will just walk up to any random stranger. And so he, but he, because of his size, people can like get weird. And this guy immediately was like, put his hand down and he like kept walking. I know he has ear pods in because I know he's listening to something, but anyways, so yeah. we started like every morning being like, oh, there's your friend Dean, like kind of thing. But he just started walking, but 
I look a hot mess. Like he's, he looks amazing. Cause he's out there like doing it. Like he's a cute ass beanie on and he's little jogging sweatpants and a hoodie. And he's like, got his little phone in. And I literally like, I'm like, this, <laughs> and, like no bra makeup from the night before my dog is taking a shit. I didn't want to be like, so <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I look like I just left rehab. <laughs> every morning when I go out like I thank god I live it so this is the other problem with my life my standards for how I leave the house have gone down so much since I left Burke because in Burke there's just a tone like you can't like if I left the house and went to Safeway the way that I do here the amount of talk that would happen in Burke would be like have you seen Aaron but you'd run like, into people you that would know you. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, I mean. I people here that know me, but yeah, everyone's yeah. dressed the same. We all yeah. look like we could be in rehab because right. everyone in Woodbridge just doesn't give a fuck. Like, we don't give any fucks. But, like, I feel like if I went to Burke, like, if I went to the Burke Safeway with my hair in a scrunchie, with, like, leftover makeup and an oversized T-shirt and joggers, People would talk. I feel like they'd be like, I think she's having a breakdown. Like, have you talked? Like, she okay? We're here. It's like a Tuesday. And I'm like, yeah, sup. Okay. Like, we're all good. Like, everybody in Woodbridge, our town slogan should be mind your business. Because everybody here just minds your business. Like, nobody here is getting involved in anybody else's shit. I've never heard of anybody losing their minds. I've never heard of anybody, like, pulling a Karen. Like, Everybody genuinely just is trying to not go bankrupt or die of exhaustion from working separately. Living jobs. our life, man. Just living your life. It's crazy. Like, so yeah, I I go out of the house looking insane these days because I just don't care enough to like care. And half the time I'm like, I'm going to Food Lion, which is like a step up from the dollar store. Like, that's how, like, linked they are. Like, everybody in Blue Lion looks like they possibly just got out of jail or rehab. Everybody well, I will knows. say that your busted self still looks better than my busted self. So, Not just in true. case we're going to go through that. <laughs> just in case we're going to go through that. I'd much rather run into you and your busted self than me and my busted self. So, okay. <laughs> this is, like, semi-pulled together because I threw makeup on. Like. Trust me, there are days where I look like I'll go out a couple times and then at some point I'll like pass a mirror in my house and I'm like, oh, <laughs> all day, all day. I wow, I really, I so I'm dying to know like what my neighbors must think as I'm like strolling the neighborhood, just looking like I've been up drinking for days. They're gonna be the next ones on our podcast. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> I mean, so like a prime example is I'll leave the house to go to, to go to a grocery store or whatever and get something. And then like an hour later, groceries will be delivered to my house. So I, I'm sure my neighbors are like, what the fuck is happening at her house? How many people are in her house? Like I've done the grocery order and then forgotten an item. So I'm like, well, fuck now I have to go out, but it's too late to cancel the grocery order. So it's just a vicious cycle that I'm in. Right. Like, how many people live in there? <laughs> I know. Well, they know it's only me. They know. I mean, like, like that c- comes out. 
They probably yeah. think that you have some sort of held captive. Somebody I know. <laughs> I think she's got people in there. Just they, they never come outside. <laughs> they never come outside. At least in the day that we can see. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe she has people at nighttime that come out. For real. I don't know, man. Son. I don't know. This case is. So I was going to, um, this morning, I had a moment. I don't know why I have all these moments in the morning when I'm letting the dogs out. But um, I was reading about, um, and I think it's kind of a trend thing, and we're going to go a little serious from the ranting thing. Um, that, and I feel like we both have things to offer in this category because a lot of moms of young kids, especially if they stayed at home with their kids, feel like they gave up a lot or uh, lost themselves in that, right? And I guess now you have more of, or they have more of a voice because it's, now you have the internet, you have social media where you have that deadly comparison thing, but also you have a way to vent your issues. Because I don't remember when I had the kids, like, I don't remember there being a forum for, hey, you feel this way anybody else feel this way and one of them hit me today because it was her kind of ranting not ranting uh bringing up her how she felt about herself and three kids youngest one is like 16 months old um feels bad about how she looks her size uh where she is in her life because she was working outside the house and then when she had her oldest didn't and so she's been home for like the last four years and um wanting to know where do I get clothes and whatever kind of stuff. And I wanted to touch on the whole uh, mom. I guess when you have younger, when your kids are young, like when you first get into the whole momhood thing and maybe what would you do if you are in a headspace that you're like, your life is no longer your own and you have all of these expectations of what you're supposed to do, how you're supposed to raise your kids and stuff. And I, I also, my response to her was also, if you true, like if you need, if you're none of these things that I offered, cause I had offered several things, um, was going to be something that you think would work for you. So like, if there's no shame in going to a healthcare professional and getting help, like there's no, there's no shame in that. Like, and so one of my things was, and we're going to go back to the walking thing, was just get out, right? Just go for a walk for, like I said, 30 minutes. Just get outside with your kids and just take a walk somewhere. Vitamin D and the air would be really good for you. And journaling, and I know you know that I journal. Uh, journaling, but, like, also, and I know it's hard to see, and I said this, hard to see the forest through the trees. So... It's hard to find things to be grateful about when you're in the moment and you're in your clothes for the fourth day and, you know, you have all these people trying to take stuff from you and it's hard to see what to be grateful for. But even that headspace can make a huge difference, right? So what would you kind of offer to that too? Oh, that is a loaded question. So I lived in both worlds. Um, I stayed home with Maddie and then by the time Peyton came around, I stayed home for a year with her. And then I went back to work. Um, I had severe postpartum depression with Maddie. 
um, part of that was all the things that you said. I, before I got pregnant, first of all, I was so young and I wish I could have done that over again. I was so young when I got pregnant with Maddie. I'm not talking like 18 year old done. I was 25, which I know it's not tragic, but it was, it was young. Like I was young. I was the first one of all my friends to have babies and my, I'm the oldest in my family. So I was, I didn't have anybody around me. Um, at that point, we'd only been living in Burke for a couple of years. I didn't have any mom friends because I didn't have any reason to. Um, and believe it or not, when you're 25 and pregnant, your 20 year old friends kind of abandon you pretty fucking fast because you're not fun anymore. And they're not in that headspace. Um, so, and I had been working a corporate job for 10 hours a day and my job was pretty important. I, a lot of people asked my opinion and talked to me all the day long and I, you know, I would dress up and go to work. And then I, all of a sudden was handed an alien and basically sat at home in sweatpants with no friends. And that is such a like soul sucking feeling. And if you love being a mom, that's amazing. I love that journey for you. But if you struggle to find your identity as a mom, that can be so upsetting. And it was really hard for me. And that was one of those things like I did, you know, like I did have to force myself like, okay, I need to to take a walk with her every day. I need to get outside. I need to, I'm, I know a lot of people think I'm an extrovert. I'm not. I'm actually like an introvert. So like I did not want to join mops or any of the mom groups because to me that was like my idea of hell. But I would, I slowly did like as I put my, as Maddie got a little older, I put her in activities. And so like that got a little bit better, but getting outside is one of the best things ever. Also, if you have a friend that is going through this, please do not say to her, it goes by so fast, cherish it. Because when you're in it and you're feeling like you have no identity and you don't know what you're doing and you're just sad all the time, having somebody tell you you should feel guilty for feeling sad is not making it better. That does not help. What helps is saying, hey, do you want me to watch your baby while you go get your haircut? Do you want me to come over and get cough? Like, let me just hang out with you while you get cough. Like, like I'll just come over. Like, that would have been helpful. Um, I was too young to know that I needed that. Thankfully, by the time Peyton came around, I had all of you guys, like I, I had built my like network, but that's what five years of doing. Um, and I will say like, I, I do struggle with it even now. Like I look at my friends on Facebook and on Instagram, the ones that are really good moms, like Kirsten Hawthorne is probably mom like she should be mom of the year every day. Like she decorates for every holiday. Her kids look like they're out of a catalog. Her house is immaculate and beautiful. And, you know, like she manages to like decorate her whole house for like Dr. Seuss day. Like she's an incredible mother. I don't find joy in any of that. Like, I'm not good at those things. I'm not good at being that mom. Like, I did not want to play with my kids. I didn't, I liked baking with them and I liked taking them places. Like, let's go to a museum. Let's go to a park. Let's do this. But like, I don't want to play dolls with you. Like, I don't, I, that's not who I am. Um, 
I'm still like that. Like, like if you want to watch a movie together, great. Do you want to like go look at some art or do pottery together? We can go get dinner. But like, I don't want to sit here and like do arts and crafts with you. Like that's my idea of how. So I think it's just really hard because I think I love being a mom, but I don't necessarily find a ton of joy in it right now, especially because I have two teenage girls who are just really mean to me most days. But I think it, I think we as moms need to talk more about postpartum depression. I think doctors need to listen more about postpartum depression because I think that's still one of those things where they go, oh, take a walk and get your hair colored. You'll feel better. But like, no, I need to be on medication for like a little bit, not forever. Like you're not going to need this medication for the rest of your life, but you might just need it to get over the edge. The season of your life. I always think of it as seasons of your life. Of your life. Yeah. And that's the other thing is like, that's what a lot of people told me back then when like I was struggling with Maddie is like, they're like, Oh, it's just for right now. You'll get like, it's just for a little bit, but it didn't feel like a little bit to me. It felt like every single day was a struggle to figure out who I was as this new person. And I remember one of the, this was when my kids were a little bit older, Maddie was in school and you know, I would introduce myself as Maddie's mom. Like, oh, like when I meet other preschool moms, I'd say, oh, I'm Maddie's mom. Oh, I'm Maddie's mom. I'm Maddie's mom. I'm Sean's wife. I'm Sean's wife. Like, and I, and it was like one day that I, I remember very distinctly, a parent looked at me and she goes, do you have a name? And I was like, what? And she goes, well, I've only ever heard you call yourself Maddie's mom. Like, do you have a name? And it like was such a like a moment for me that I was like, why do I do that? Like I've literally gotten erased my identity. Like that's not who I, I'm not Maddie's mom. I'm Aaron and I happen to be Maddie's mom. But at some point I just like became Maddie's mom. And that was like my only personality. I don't like it when people say that either when they're like, well, you know, because I do say that, that it goes by fast. Um, I would not say that to somebody who was feeling super low at their at their lowest point yeah. you know i that that to me dismisses how they feel but i also think like you mother the way you you can and i think that that's and i say that because you know when you compare yourself to you know even if you and i would compare ourselves to each other i mean i go i feel like we're the same person so it's like a really bad comparison but you know if you compare it myself to, you know, mom across the street or whatever, like I, I am not the, I don't feel the need to have to go somewhere every day with my kids. Like if it's spring break, like I don't feel the need, like sometimes I'm good. Like, and Ryan would always say that my oldest would always say, mom, you can just like not go anywhere for like a week at a time. That's weird. And I'm like, I mean, that's where I find my thing though. Right. Is in my little hubble. <laughs> yeah. That's when I'm home. And it's a reset, right? Like it's for me, like, especially with the kids, I feel like they go through so much during the day and, you know, with school, with whatever you get them in activity, once you get them to the age of activities, like the week of not doing anything is so precious to me. It's just like, you're resetting, you're letting your body do what you need it to do. And then we can come back and do things together or get back into routine and stuff. So, um, just wanted to touch on that. And yeah. <laughs> It's hard. I mean, and that was the other thing with me, you know, I didn't really push a lot of, 
activities on my kids because honestly, I didn't want to do it. Like, you know, Maddie played soccer when she was little because she wanted to. And I, and yes, I did meet a very good friend through her soccer group. But like, as soon as she was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I was like, all right, we're not doing this. And like, there was several times where you can judge me as a mom for whatever, like that she wanted to try out for the swim team. And I literally talked her out of it because I don't want to get up and go to the pool at five in the morning every fucking Saturday. I don't want to do that. And I know my kid. I know my kid enough to know that she might think she wants to do swim team, but the second her toe hits that water in May and it's cold at 6 a.m., she's going to quit. So, like, I just know this. And it's that thing, though, right? You're like, okay, we teach our kids to stay in. And, you know, at least we do with the boys. Like, you sign up for something. If it's whatever season, like, you're finishing out. So, you know, like, if she's going to quit, like, first thing, you're going to be like, I'm going to have to drag her. <laughs> then it's like, and that's what happened with Sam. Like, she wanted to quit. She played for a couple years. And then her last year, she was on the fence about it. And like a dummy, I was like, let's go ahead and just sign you up. And two weeks in, she was like, I don't want to go anymore. And I was like, well, you've already committed to the team. They are counting on you. And so literally it was like me dragging her to every practice and every game for that whole season. And that's just, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Blame you. That's horrible. So to the new moms um, and by new, I just want to say maybe what, below five-year-old kids, something like that. I mean... Just if you need help, just know that we're here. You have a people around you who care about you and always reach out because we'll be there. I think that not social media, but TikTok specifically has helped with that. Like the amount of videos that I see on TikTok of either a new moms sobbing and like, oh, this is too, this is so hard. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm exhausted. And then other moms just like flooding the comments with like, you're killing it. This is going to be okay. Have you tried this? Like, I can help you with this. Like did I, providing service links to like how to get, I think that is a game changer. I think people that's, you don't get that on social media. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like, weirdly, Facebook and Instagram, Facebook is like the judgiest of them. Instagram is like low-key judgy because you can't really comment a whole ton and you're not really seeing anything but like a picture. So like Instagram is like DM judgy where like you're not actually judging that person on their comment, but you are like screenshotting a picture (laughs) and like being like that bitch is crazy. Right. And then there's TikTok where I feel like, there's been a, there's like a whole group of acceptance. Like if you make it to mom TikTok, it's a beautiful place. Like that is what has restored my faith in humanity is like mom TikTok, drag TikTok, gay TikTok, <laughs> whatever black TikTok, whatever side of TikTok you're on. It is like a community and people are there to make you laugh. They're there to make you cry. They're there to like lift you up. Like it is I think when used correctly, it is a very powerful tool. Oh, for sure. And I feel that same way about all of our social media. I think like mm-hmm. once if you if you extract the peopleness of it, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it gets to people out there. Get out of it. But yeah, there's like stuff that I post on TikTok that I would never put on Facebook because I know what my 
friends are going to say. Mm. But like strangers are so much nicer to me. Oh my like, goodness. The people on TikTok, they don't have any, like, like if I post, like I'll do a whole rant on TikTok about like, oh my God, my fucking 17 year old sucks. And like, she's mean and shitty and blah, blah, blah. And being a mom blows. And everybody on TikTok is like, girl, motherhood sucks. It is the hardest hood. Like, hang with it. That gets better. Like, blah, blah, blah. And they'll send me funny other videos of other moms that are going through the same thing. And I feel like if I posted that same video on Facebook, I would get a ton of people being like, I love being a mother. It's my favorite journey. I don't know why you're struggling. It's the best. Like, okay, bitch. Let's Just be stop. grateful that you have a 17-year-old. Yeah, be grateful that she's a girl and not a boy. Because... <laughs> 17 and not five be grateful that she's talking like i don't want to be grateful i want to rant about something and have other people like be funny and rant with me it's it's healthy i feel like ranting is healthy i don't understand when people are like oh you got so much time in your hands oh how can you be bad at everything oh you're so salty about all the things i'm like it's not salty ranting done well is not salty if you're not ranting at the person you're mad at Yes. Then it's good. Like, yeah. in fact, me ranting with you, with TikTok, with everything helps me not rant at the person I'm actually yes. fucking killed. Like, I'm not losing my shit in grocery stores because I'm coming home and ranting in silence about the insane shit that just happened. Like, you know, like, I, I'm not losing my job because I'm blowing up at the IT people who are so fucking stupid that they can't figure out how to do anything. I'm coming home and telling my friends like oh my fucking god you'll never believe what happened today <laughs> ranting is healthy that's gonna be our new uh <laughs> i actually just saw i don't i have to see if i can like google and figure out what article that's the only problem with like now we have so much inundating us that i'll read something and i'm like it's so good and then i can't find it again and i'm like i was just <laughs> like like the internet just was like you're done and like just Took it off. But I was just reading something, an article about how you should have a screen friend. And I feel like that's you for me. Where, like, if you're screen having a scream, as in, oh, like, screen. okay. So, like, it's basically the equivalent of being able to call a friend when you're literally about to lose your shit and scream at them the way you would to that person. But that person knows that it's like, it's not about you, letting off steam. It's not about you. Yeah. Not about you. No. So therefore, like, defuses you mm-hmm. so that you don't turn around and, like, kill Kevin. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I think that that's what everybody, that that Burger King lady totally needed. Yeah. <laughs> Her screen. She could call and, like, I mean. It's not me. But I you can't know. imagine having to call you and scream because I was so mad about Burger King. But I don't know. Whatever. I'm in the beginning of menopause. Who knows what the next Who fucking time is? What's good? You, it's an adventure at every turn. Who knows? Mad about nothing because, like, I my emotions are all over the place right now. <laughs> so who knows? <laughs> don't count it out. Don't count it out. Is all I'm gonna say. Literally cry I'm like are you are you pre-menopausal at all anymore you i don't think so oh, well, i had a partial hysterectomy yeah okay. so yeah um so they ended up um keeping my ovaries but taking everything else out which You're by nice. the way huh because ovaries are what puts yeah. you in menopause. so that's why he kept it which i really love you know you know my ob um i really love him because that conversation i could you know i'm like a lost deer in the woods i'm like what 
<laughs> like what connects what like I know what my area like but what that would do too and he was just like no we're gonna keep it we're gonna so I don't know I could I really need to go back to the doctor is my whole point because I I could be well I know I'm 43 which is early for to be as far along in it as but it I, can last a long time but it, like it lasts like 10 years yeah but, so I'm I'm in the very early stages and I'm already like like I, they've started it. me on medication. Cause like it's now granted, I struggle with a lot of stuff in that area. So like, they think that that's why I went in it pretty early, but whatever. But I'm telling you, it's crazy. Like I can be, so my daughter keeps telling me she thinks I'm bipolar. I'm like, I'm not bipolar. I'm fucking menopausal. So yes, I sound You're like right. a bipolar <laughs> and I probably do come off super manicky, but it's because I'm like my emotions are not my own. Like I feel like the Hulk where like all of a sudden I just get a surge and I'm like, just level the city angry about nothing. And then five seconds later, I'm crying, which I've never done in my life. And now I cry all the time oh, about dear. everything. Good, bad, happy, sad. Like I'm crying, which is not a comfortable place for me. Cause I'm not super emotional like that. I'm super emotional, but I'm not super like, cry emotional yeah um but yeah it's it's all it's the, the brain fog this this is how real the brain fog is today this happened today literally an hour before we started this podcast i keep forgetting to do my laundry and you're like that's doesn't seem important you wear sweatpants all the time which is fair but I do work out every day and I mm-hmm. only have a limited amount of workout clothes. So I do have to do my laundry like once a week. Otherwise I will not have workout clothes for the following week. So I had a hamper of clean clothes because I live out of a hamper. Don't judge me. I didn't have time to put clothes away from last week. And then I have dirty clothes. And I put picked up the dirty clothes from yesterday put them in the dirty clothes hamper and then immediately picked up the clean clothes and walked them down here and started putting them in the washer. So I filled up the entire washer with my basket of clean clothes, <laughs> put it down, still did not notice, went back upstairs to find workout clothes because I was getting ready to go for a run. And as I'm putting the, I take them out of what is the dirty hamper, still not registering. And as I'm putting them on, I'm like, this like, why did these smell? And that was when it hit me. But it was too late. Yeah. The, the dirty, the clean clothes are already in the washer. So I've just spent an hour and a half washing clean clothes. Sounds about right. <laughs> that is. Sounds about right. <laughs> so your coffee, you're drinking coffee right now. Um. So you have a Keurig. I'm not a coffee drinker. I do appreciate the ceremony of coffee I, I like tea so i have hot tea but i you know i the comforting thing of of coffee the i want to say ceremonial but sometimes it's, it's not i'm looking too deep into it but it's like the what you put inside of it the different flavors you get of it to me i i'm always intrigued by it and the amount of devotion that people have for their yeah. particular, like, I want that kind of commitment because I don't have that kind of commitment. I'm like, oh, whatever tea it is, okay, I'll drink it, right? So what, you have a Keurig. And I will say, maybe it's just personality because I'm also very picky about my tea. Like, I only drink <laughs> <laughs> um, So, yes, I have a 
double Keurig. So I have a Keurig, but it also has a full coffee pot on it. So I can use either. So I can make a pot of coffee if I want to make a pot of coffee, or I can just run the Keurig. This was a really good investment, except for the fact that I've never made the pot of coffee. I only <laughs> use the Keurig side. But in my head, eventually one day, maybe I will need a pot of coffee. So you say a pot of coffee, like it's like a regular, like you could just get yeah, grounds and then oh, okay. pot, but it's like, it's the other half of yeah. a, I'll, I will send you a picture and you can put it on our Facebook page. Yeah. Um, I got it at Kohl's. It actually wasn't even that expensive. And I do love it. I, I like having options. So mm-hmm. in my head, I will, I love that for myself because I just like feeling like I could use either one. Also, I just figure at some point, the cured part's going to break, and I'm going to be like, fuck, I need coffee, and I'll still be able to do coffee. <laughs> However, I recently, and I'm very particular too, I only buy one type of pod, which is the Starbucks ones, and I hate Dunkin' Donuts. I do like Pete's. They're okay. Like, if the Starbucks are, like, insanely expensive, then I won't get them. I'll get the Pete's, but I will never get the Dunkin' Donut brand. I don't like Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, what pot, what what flavor are you? Verona, always Verona. (laughs) I like dark roast Verona. It's my favorite, except once a year when they go to the Christmas blend and then I will live on that. I will draw out that Christmas blend for as long as I can. Like, I love the Christmas blend. (laughs) Yes, but the weird thing is I don't actually like Starbucks. Like, I don't go to Starbucks. Like, I don't like any of their drinks, but I love their pots. Okay, but my sister has an espresso machine. And that is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. Like, I don't know how they're doing it, but I went and babysat my niece, who is the cutest thing in the entire world. And... um my sister has an espresso machine i wanted coffee because i'm old and this kid is running me ragged because she's two and so i it works just like a keurig but it makes this like really rich like almost already foamed like espresso drink that is oh my god and it's just one pod like you just it's i'm not doing anything different than i do with my keurig except for it tastes so much better i know they're way more expensive too so like i do know there's that but when i went to my sister's house i told her when i first made the coffee i texted her and i was like oh my god i need one of these machines like tonight and then i had four more coffees because they were so delicious that i was like i can't ever have this machine because if i did have this machine i would be so wired like (laughs) Because it just tastes so good that I would literally just all day, I would just be mainlining cups of coffee. And they're not even big because they're like espressos. So they're like that Mm. much. And I would just be downing. And I know this about myself because two weekends ago, I babysat for my goddaughters so that my best friend could go out of town for her birthday. And they have an espresso machine. And I was there for three days and I drank probably 30. Like I just, every 15 minutes, I was like, oh, I need another one. I need another one. By the end of the day, I was like, I can't sleep. Like, like I was ready to paint her whole house. Like I was just like, you know, like Bugs Bunny with the like toothpicks. So like best machine ever in espresso. If you hear me, I am your biggest fan, but also I'm terrified of the consequences. George Clooney can't be wrong. Isn't that his thing? Uh, you know, it's funny you bring that up because I was just talking to somebody and they were talking about getting an upgraded Keurig machine. 
And then um, somebody brought up the Nespresso. And I was like, and again, see, this is how easily I'm influenced. Like, I even drink coffee. I'm like, really? (laughs) I want an air fryer so bad right now. Yeah. I don't cook. Don't make a thing. I don't make anything. I don't even, I think my oven is an air fryer. Like, I think there's a setting on my oven to make it an air fryer. I I would rather have an air fryer that I'm not going to put anything in. In fact, I had an air fryer four years ago, never used it and gave it away. And now everybody is posting air fryer recipes on TikTok. And I'm like, I got to get air fryer. Get air fryer now. I know. Air fryer. It's like me and the sewing machine. I'm like, I don't sew. I don't sew. Next thing you know, sewing machine. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> it's a vicious circle. Yeah. I was on um, Instagram. You know, I'm super into like crystals and all of that stuff. And I was on Instagram and saw like a little ad for like these hanging crystal sun catchers and they're beautiful. They just like, there's like six in a box and you can hang them all over your windows and it's gorgeous. So I bought it, of course, got it. And then I realized I don't get any sun. Like I don't get any direct sun and any, I know it seems like it right now, but like I, there's nothing to hang. Like, I don't have a way to hang them in front of the window, and I don't get direct sun till like five o'clock at night, right before it goes down. So, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with these. <laughs> We're a mess. I tell you. a warning label that just says, does not actually bring sun to your house. It does not actually bring sun. Like, I think I didn't think this one through. <laughs> I'm, I'm a pile of stuff I have where I was like, yeah, I should have, I should have researched that harder before I got it. This is why we can't be left to our own. No, this is my, I have a shopping addiction. The problem with, it's like a casino. Amazon has that buy it now option. So it doesn't even feel like you're buying it now because you're just hitting a button and then it shows up. So I don't, I don't realize how often I've hit the button until I like go to look at my credit card statement. And I'm like, wow, I did 95 Amazon purchases this that month. Can't be right. <laughs> I'm sure the driver's like this bitch, like, cause I'm just doing them all in different orders. So they're all coming like one after another. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't like me either. I'm just pissing off random people all over pissing, the place. Pissing off all of the retail people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I have lots of stuff in my house that I can't use because I didn't do. I was probably like, I I'm working on myself, so I will tell you, I self soothe by purchasing things, which I feel like is better than drinking or doing drugs. Right. I should try to self soothe with exercise. That would be helpful, but I don't. But I self soothe through purchasing things. So if I've had a fight with Madison. Like, so the last time Madison and I had a big falling out was like September of, not this past September, the September before. And I bought a $1,300 treadmill that I never used because when I got it, I I was like in a blind rage when I, when I purchased it and I didn't realize it said commercial grade on it. So when it came, I was working from home. So I just let the guys in and I was like, yeah, set it up at the basement. It's all good. And then I came downstairs and this thing was an escalator. Yeah. Like it was, it's a gym. it was huge. It's a gym. Like I needed a ladder to get on it. It, <laughs> it made a shit ton of noise. Cause it's for a fucking gym. Like it was, it was so big. So, so you're like, going to start, never- you're going to start with the membership soon then you're going to allow like. <laughs> 
I literally got on it twice and was like, I hate this because it was so big and clunky. Then and then I ended up finally I was it was on Facebook Marketplace forever. And I finally some guy just bought it and oh, good. Sold it a week ago. Oh wow. Yay. That's good. Probably I bought myself a little walking treadmill which showed up, which literally like unboxed like I I unboxed it myself. It doesn't it's like so small. It's like the size of a small coffee table. Okay. And it just lays on the floor and it goes right underneath your couch when you're not using it. And I use it every day. I love it. Nice. See? Yay. I feel like a good came up from a bad. I know, but see, <laughs> I need to learn to not do the bad. The first. bad. I mean, like, you know. That was a plus lesson. I lost like 500 bucks on that because I couldn't charge full price for it. Yeah. So, yeah. Already assembled. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> to like start, you know deep breathing or something maybe i'll go for a walk before i purchase like you know a ton of shit but that's my go-to like when i'm mad i'm like i'm gonna get an air fryer <laughs> it's my go-to <laughs> it's like coping mechanism uh so next week we have my brother which i'm so excited about this because i feel like i've known your brother forever because i've I know him through you, but I've also been watching you guys banter back and forth in comments for our entire friendship. And I've always thought that I love the dynamic between the two of you. And you guys make me love, like when you guys start on one of your things and you go back and forth, like I will hit refresh a hundred times on that, on that post. Cause you guys are hilarious. So I'm so excited to meet him in person. Well, meet him through this. It's funny. Cause he was asking, uh, when I asked him to be on it, I said, my friend thinks you're really funny. And he goes, your friend has such good taste. I'm like he's such a butthead. I love him. See, I love him. <laughs> I different life. Him and I actually would have been a really good couple. And like, you would be my sister-in-law. Like I feel like everything I know about him, I'm like, I would totally date him. Like he sounds perfect for me. He lives in fucking Hawaii, which is a problem. But like, I mean, is it really a problem though? I feel like that's not a problem. I mean, I will move there. I'm not <laughs> here. Your sister did it, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Weak. <laughs> um, but it was an interesting conversation because I had thought I had already told him that we were doing this, and then he was like, "You have a what?" And so I sent him the link. And then uh, since then, it's been a ripple. <laughs> you know, my niece has been listening and my cousin. So, um, yeah, scary. But um, so let's end it here. Okay. Uh, you're good. I'm good. So we will see you guys next week with Leona and her brother. Okay, so everybody. To check all Yona's conversation from her podcast. We're going to fact check it against Williams. <laughs> no, scary. Okay, everybody. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.